Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Friday of the 33rd week of the year, November the 18th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the book of Revelation, chapter 10, verses 8 through 11. Revelation, chapter 10, verses 8 through 11. In this particular passage, remember John is receiving a number of visions on the island of Patmos off of uh, Greece. And uh, he's receiving these visions on a rather regular basis. And in this particular uh, vision, while he's in uh, a religious uh, trance, a state of ecstasy, if you will, the voice which I, John, heard from heaven spoke to me and said the following, Go take, open the scroll from the hand of the angel standing on the sea and on the land. And I went up and said to him, Give me the little scroll. He said, Here, take it and eat it. It will be sour in your stomach, but in your mouth it will taste as sweet as honey. And he took the scroll, he ate it, and tasted it. Uh, It was sweet, sweet, sweeter than anything he had tasted. He swallowed it, but in his stomach it turned sour. Then he heard the voice You must prophesy again for many people, nations, languages, and kings. Now that's a rather strange, strange thing, isn't it? But not really if you think about it. Think about it on the natural level. Sometimes we eat things and they're very pleasing to the taste, whether they're sweet or whether they're just delicious on their own, a piece of meat, some uh, fish or fowl, some seafood, whatever it may be, maybe even uh, a salad with uh, our favorite dressing, and so on and so forth, whatever it might be. And it's pleasing to the taste. Uh, After all, uh, when you want a child to take the, uh, the medicine, You may put a little honey or some juice in it. Uh, It makes it go down easier. Uh, But it's still still sour, and it may turn so in the stomach, or a person may have had a, what appeared to be a very good and tasty uh, lunch or dinner or even breakfast, and only later they began to experience indigestion and various distresses that can accompany all that. Well, this scroll is the same way, but this scroll is the word of God. The very word of God, a little scroll, doesn't seem to be much. And that's the way it is with the word of God, sweet and sour. We can often hear the word of God, and it's very pleasing to us. It's very uplifting. It's very empowering. 
uh, it strikes a chord within us, all of those kinds of things. But once we take it in and we digest it and we have to live it, we have to share it, and we may have to use it, uh, the word of the Lord, out of love to call someone to repentance and reform as the prophets do, it can then again begin to taste sour, even bitter, because of the reaction of others. That's the way it is with the word of God. When we have to truly live it and put it into practice, when we have to uh, use the word of God for correction and instruction, for the call to repentance, it can be something that becomes uh, very different because now it's a challenge, it's difficult, it's very easy going down, very pleasing when we first hear it, as when we first taste something. But after it gets into us and it becomes part of us and it's digested, it can be a cause of uh, great discomfort. That's just one of the realities of living God's word. There are many people who are initially attracted to the word of God. They carry their Bibles. They're very good at quoting scripture and all of those things. But it is in the living and the practice and in the sharing of the word of the Lord. That's where the difficulty can arise and often does. So the reading this morning is uh, very, very instructive. That it's not the initial taste. It is in the living. And the angel says to uh, to John, uh, you must go prophesy for many peoples, nations, languages, and kings. And that's when it becomes difficult. You don't simply keep it in your mouth. You don't keep it in your head. It has to be in, uh, digested. It has to be taken into you. And the word of God, unlike other words or other things that we put in our mouth and chew and swallow, we do not transform the word of God. The word of God transforms us, nourishes us. And part of that nourishment is not simply the sweet and the pleasing to the taste, but also the challenging part, the challenging part of having to live it ourselves that can be difficult. As Chesterton once said, Christianity has not been tried and found wanting. It's been tried and found so hard. It is hard to live the Christian life, to daily die to ourselves, pick up our cross, and follow Christ. That's the hard part. Oh, there are those who say, Oh, Lord, I will follow you but wait, first let me go take care of myself and my business. I'll follow you, but maybe I'll do it tomorrow. Or how about next week if I pencil you in? 
let me put you on hold. No, it doesn't work that way. The word of the Lord comes to us when we read our scriptures, when we gather for the celebration of the Eucharist. We hear the reading of scripture at mass or in our church, a place of worship, in a prayer service, again, or in our own room, meditating and praying on the word of the Lord as we should do every day. That's when the difficulty comes. So let us today recognize that the word of the Lord is both sweet and sour. It is something that is pleasing in the beginning, but in the living, it is the challenge. That's why we need to constantly pray for the grace to persevere. Persevere beginning with ourselves, always beginning with ourselves. We don't preach and then forget what we said, or as if somehow we're preaching or teaching for others. But it really doesn't apply to us. For thee, not me. No, that's not the way it works. It's first me. Then let me go forth and proclaim the word of the Lord to others. So let us today open our whole being to the sweet and sour of the word of the Lord, because those who are faithful, it will indeed be that banquet where we will be nourished and strengthened in the very presence of God for all eternity. God bless you.